This is Together 24-7, episode 36. So before we start the episode, Catherine, I wanted to talk to our listeners about what we do that we're together 24-7. People ask us all the time, how are you together 24-7? What do you do? What do we do that doesn't cause me to kill you? And me to kill you. Uh, Not so much that. But seriously, folks, we coach and we help people who want to, couples who want to be together 24-7, who want to create a business with each other because we've been doing it successfully since 2003. And we, we work with you to create a plan. And to come up with rules in your business. To have a division of labor to figure out who does what and where your strengths and weaknesses are. And really important, we teach you how to not to push each other's buttons. So if you'd like to utilize our services, if you're thinking about going into business with your spouse or significant other, if you're exploring what businesses to do, or if you're in business with each other and you need to get to that next level and some personal stuff is getting in the way, let's sit down with you. We do a free consultation and then we can figure out whether or not our services are right for you. So Go to the website or give us a call at 602-399-7430. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Well, welcome to another episode of Together 24-7. I'm your co-host, Barry Cohen. And I'm your other co-host, Catherine Cohen. I like when you're my co-host. As opposed to what? When I'm the host and you're the hostess. Okay. It it all depends on how you start it. Okay. Welcome to Together... We already already started it, so why... Can I start over? Can I edit? No. Why? Because it's more fun? No, no. So we're in the holidays now. We wish you a Merry Christmas. No? No. Okay. No. We just ended Hanukkah. I got zero presents. I married him because he said something about eight crazy nights and presents every night and all this. And I got bupkis. No, I said you would be in my presence every night. Oh, dear Lord. No, you didn't, but that's beside the point. So the, uh, that's the only reason why I married you was for Hanukkah, and, and I got nothing. I cook for you. That's true. I that's cook true. well for you. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. So we're in the holidays, and so for the next couple of weeks, it's going to be uh, Monday is an interview, and Thursday is us, and then Monday is an interview, and then Thursday is us, and then Monday is an interview, and then Thursday is us, and then Monday is an interview, and Thursday is an, with, and then Thursday is us, and then it's the new year. Yeah, and and this episode will be airing the Monday after Star Wars is released. Uh huh. Um, so here's the spoilers for Star Wars. I don't no, know. it's it's not even Star Wars hasn't even released yet, so we don't know. But when this spoilers. airs, it'll be released. When it, when it airs, it will be released. We could make we... stuff up; nobody would know. No, don't worry about it. So anyway, so here's our guests today: are Rich and Michelle Saylor with uh, Purple Pepper Designs. I had to say that slowly because I knew I'd screw it up. Purple Pepper Designs. See, I did it. Purple Pepper Designs. They are graphic designs. They do graphic design, apparel design, and jewelry design. And we saw the jewelry design at the Awatsuki Farmer's Market. We love that Farmer's Market. It's a fantastic Farmer's Market. It is. For those of you who are listening not in the Phoenix metropolitan area, you're screwed. Because you don't get to go to the Awatuki Farmer's Market on a Sunday morning and see all these great people that we talk about and and interview and all that other stuff. I'm sure they have great Farmer's Markets where they live. Maybe. I'm sure they but do. But they don't have purple pepper designs. No, they don't. 
Okay. But so they can. They could. So Rich and Michelle have been together uh, in business for 15 and a half years, but together 24-7 for the last seven. So they weren't like all the time, all the time, and then now the last seven they have been. They are married. They've been married for 23 years, together 26 years, one son, he's 17. So I'm going to start by asking about your son. Is he in the business at all? Is he in graphic design? Um, no, he wants to go to school for it, but he's really artsy. So he likes to spend time creating stuff on the on the web and on like Photoshop. That's so cool. He's headed that way. Well, but I had him do a t-shirt design for me a while back. And actually, I've got a customer that he did a t-shirt design for me that reordered it reordered the t-shirt design so well that's good i mean so he is he he is here and there just it's not all the time well he's he's, he's on young. the markets and worked them too so all right so you got him working you know earning his keep learning. i guess learning learning and earning his keep so both of you were born in south dakota rich you were raised in texas and arizona so you got out of south dakota real fast mm-hmm. yeah i no i had no remembrance of south dakota at all does anybody? Does, well, well I, until I, I went back to visit her parents, you know, I, 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 nothing. He was only there till like he was like two or three, and, and then and then everybody wised up and got out of the cold. But Michelle, you were born and raised there. Yes, I was. And Super- so is is today in Phoenix not unlike being in South Dakota? Um. Well, it's cold to me because I'm kind of a big baby, and I think I've gotten thin skin living here all these years. Yep, me too. But um. When I talk to my mom and they have a nice day, she always refers to it as we're having an Arizona day. <laughs> and when we have crappy weather, I always say we're having a South Dakota day. And, and, and is it cold? Because we're from, we're from New York and it's actually colder in Phoenix uh, over the next today and for the next few days. It will be colder in Phoenix than it is in New York. What about South Dakota? Is it colder there or here? Um, it's probably the same. Um, well, I actually heard that right now we've got the coldest weather in the in the nation. I think with the whatever they have going on, the El Nino or whatever, they're having a little bit of a warm front coming through where we're having a cold snap. So I'm just disappointed in, yeah. in all of Arizona. But I, anyway. I'm sorry. I know, you dragged me out here. So, Rich, you are competitive. You played football through junior high and high school. You've got a competitive spirit. You uh, now compete in uh, pool leagues. So when Rich says, um, come, let's go meet at a bar and play some pool, maybe for money, don't no, do no, it. No, I'm don't, not an idiot. Don't do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, you like the outdoors, camping, fishing, except not in this weather, I'm sure. And well, you can, you you can, can fix- fish. You can fish in this weather. Here you can. You just can't do it in Alaska. But <laughs> Well, you can, but you can, do but you want to? to? Yeah, exactly. 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 And... Michelle, you are an outdoor person too, which is good because Rich is. Although, I don't know, if you were an outdoor person, I would probably just sit inside. Send me on my way. Send you on your way. Although you, I want to ski and you just want to sit at the bar. Yeah. I like to do things outside. I, I mean, I'm not like an avid outdoor person, but like we like to go camping sometimes or, you know, we might go for a hike or something like that. You know, I like to do things outside. Um, no, you know what it is? It's that when we go camping because it is camping. So you have like a camp stove and you have camp food. Like Michelle doesn't have to camp cook. <laughs> everything's everything's done and, and she can just relax and enjoy herself, you know. Well that's camp and nice. That's that's the secret to if you have a spouse that you want to camp with you, 
don't take them along and expect them to do all the can the cooking and stuff that they do in the house. It's you, like the outdoor Hilton. <laughs> you know, it, it's not the cooking or the sleeping. It it's the facilities. Yeah, that's that's where you that's where you lose. You know, me. we we both need indoor plumbing, yep. heated and clean <laughs> and clean. Yeah, that's where you lose yeah. me. <laughs> Does a bear bleep in the woods? Maybe, but I certainly do not. Yeah. <laughs> so you, Michelle, love laughing, and I can hear your great laugh on the and your hardworking, your team player, your self starter, and your self competitive. So that's that that could kind of push you a little bit. Yeah, I don't I don't like to uh, necessarily compete, but like if I'm in something like for instance, um, I was going to see a personal trainer for a while, and I wouldn't want to go up against anybody else. But if they told me like what because the, they timed everything, if they told me what the best time was for the day, like I would push myself to try to either match or beat that time. So it's kind of internally I set a goal for myself and I push at it. But to have to like run a race against somebody or something. I just, I hate that. Cause but I, she's, she's leaving out that she'd come home and be like, all right, attack me. <laughs> no, that was if we took And I'd be like, no, that's bizarre. I'm not attacking you. That was a <laughs> training. That was a, um, oh, yeah. self-defense, self-defense <laughs> training. Well, that's good. You know, you got to practice on somebody. Yeah. You got to test it out. You Grab know? my throat. Grab my throat. <laughs> not doing this. Yeah. You're a smart man, Rich. You're a smart man. So, um, Rich, you started working for a company in the uniform industry, moved up through the ranks, left, went someplace else, came back, moved up through the ranks. Then you guys, that then that whole 2008 thing happened. You guys started your own business. Tell me a little bit about how and why you started in business together. Well, the first, the first company we started because um, after we had had our, our baby, I mean, it was... Uh, you, I mean, you'd be really shocked at without having a, opposed to a child going to a daycare, how less sick they are if they're just coming home and they're not around other kids. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so Michelle that, started her that business. Wasn't, that wasn't no, the reason No, but it why. was a thought. I mean, no, it was more like, cause I had gone to school and I had degrees and stuff. I was like, well, kid's just going to have to be a daycare kid. But you know, that story always changes after you have kids and then you start, doing the math going, Oh, he's at the sitter more than he's with me. And you know, he start starts breaking your heart. So I started getting to a place where what I was doing, I was wearing a lot of hats. There was a little company and it was kind of almost like, you know, I could be doing this for myself. And my boss at the time had to re-sign another seven year lease where we were at and didn't want to do that because we farmed everything out except for design. So at that point, um, Richard and I talked and he was, you know, we said, well, maybe we should just start our own graphic design firm. And so I broke off from that and started it. And because he had a really great job, you know, he was able to, you know, carry us with benefits and a stable income and, and things were good. And I worked at growing the business and then, um, and then his company was just kind of getting a little more unsettling. Things were well, changing. Just through the years, it was always built on, uh, taking care of the customer and putting the customer first and putting the employee second. And, and, and just through the years it got where um, the employee wasn't even a, a thought. And when they changed their mission statement and it left out the employee and the customer, I knew it was time to go. <laughs> but, uh, but so, yeah, so he, his, uh, his previous uh, branch manager, 
had partnered with um, a group of guys and uh, in their company, they wanted to open an apparel side of it. So he had uh, approached Rich and said, would you help launch our uniform division? So Rich left his company and went to work there. And then they ended up closing their doors because of the economy. And at that point, everything Rich was doing, he could be doing for himself. So he just it made sense for him. Yeah, to come I just on board. kept doing it under yeah. under purple pepper. So it just became another amenity we could offer the clients that like I already had, and then his clients that he had, you know, then graphic design became an element we could offer to them. And we thought we were in good shape. Yeah. <laughs> and then the economy tanked. Yeah, two thousand eight, we lost about two thirds of our income. Yeah. Wow. And we t- had we had a uh, a retainer that we a forty thousand dollar year retainer that we were on, uh, just with just, one of my clients. With just one of her clients, <laughs> they had to close their doors. Close their doors, and 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 that's where the Civil War jury came in to to play. Was, well, uh, yeah, in two thousand and nine, um, we were really struggling because none of our clients were ordering. They were afraid to what was going to happen, and we lost a bunch and. So we tried to go get jobs, like even just, you know, paper route or stocking shelves at Walmart or something. And we just couldn't get even an interview. So at that point, my aunt, who, um, you know, she, she's now she's 80. But at the time she was retired and she said, you know, um, I've been making silver jewelry. And why don't I teach you the trade and you guys can totally go and do markets. And so she taught us and then we learned and then. Probably did like five, six farmers markets a week for the first year and a half, and then, and then our businesses kind of started to slowly start picking up. The silver jury actually saved the other two businesses. Yeah, and it, it was kind of nice because it became a it filled another in business for when us. They weren't making money. Yeah. Well, that's. I, I think that's so important for our listeners to know. First of all, I think after a while you become unemployable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I know I am. Yeah, I'm I'm certainly unemployable. Not not for any other reason except that, you know, you, you go we have the skills, you know, we have the knowledge, we have the skills. We've all been running our own business, but you know, then it's like I'm sorry, I got to take orders from you. You're a jerk. Um right. and and you guys did the right thing. You what? Well, I mean, I had, you know, like I'd gotten pretty high up in the company. I was and I was answering to a general manager of Arizona. And and made good money in this and that, but uh, just seeing where the company, what so many people had worked towards, and and people that retired, that it was a great company, you know, and 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 seeing where they started trying to make their money at was ridiculous. It like got where I'd go home at night and just feel bad about even being a part of it, you know. So ethically, I just couldn't deal with it anymore, and. Uh, and I agree with you. And me and Michelle, to be honest with you, at the time, I mean, there was a lot of arguing and stuff that went on because I, I don't have a college degree. And I have a ton of management experience. And sales. And sales and, and work my way up from the bottom. But at the time, too, when the economy crashed, there was a ton of people that were put out into the workforce that had degrees and had the same experience I had with degrees right so you know well you had to kind of reinvent yourself too when you're self-employed you're always kind of you know got a lot of irons in the fire <laughs> so to speak that, that's a great little nugget because Catherine and i do that all the time I, well i shouldn't say all I, the time that, sounds that, sounds flaky. Sounds, that sounds flaky but you know when something stops working 
mm-hmm. and you know you never want to have to go work for somebody again, uh, mm-hmm. you have to reinvent yourself. You have to say, okay, what is my skill set and how can I turn that into income? Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and you don't- absolutely. There's that. There's very little that I'll turn down if it's something that somebody brings up to me, and I'm like, oh, "That's kind of in our realm. I could do that. We'll 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 do it." I mean, well, we've expanded the business to take on a lot of different things. That at the beginning, you know, it's strictly just design and print. Now it's apparel and signage and promotional items, and you know, I've done um, vehicle wraps for clients, and so we really expanded pretty much anything print we do. But the but the thing with the silver jewelry, I mean, geez, before the economy tanked, if you would have said, you know, you're going to be out in a garage pounding silver, making jewelry and doing markets, I would have been like, you're crazy. Like, that's never going to happen. I'm so busy with design that that's crazy. But um, it actually, to be honest with you, um, it, the, the whole jewelry thing got started when uh, my grandmother passed away and my mom got her silver and my aunt and my mom decided to take it and make something um, out of it. And my aunt had seen somebody, um, the silversmith bending metal. So they were like, you know, let's make bracelets for all the girls in the family. And so we all got like an heirloom momentum and, um, or memento. And so, um, as my aunt showed everybody people, everybody got a little bit of ground with silver. And my aunt showed people what she made and they started going, will you make that for me? And that's kind of how it started in our family, making the silver jewelry. And then when Rich and I started doing it, um, even when our businesses started picking up, the people that we meet and just um, I just didn't realize how attached people are um, or how many memories that the Civil War triggers for people. And gosh, you know, it's so heartfelt and it's kind of been like a little ministry for us yeah, because absolutely. people get attached to us and they come back crying and telling us how they shared Nana's silverware with everyone and they all sat around they and don't, cried. Wait, wait, wait. They don't come back crying. Well, no, but I mean, there has been. They some. come back and they talk about when everyone opened up the bracelet that was made out of grandma silverware that everyone cried. Tears There's of like, joy, tears of joy. Either yeah. that, or they all cried because they thought they were getting the silverware set to use when company comes over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what did you do? Or, or some cash. Yeah. yeah, but so it's been pretty cool. So we, you know, we keep doing it because it is heartfelt. If we could get where that's all we had to do, I think that's what we would do. To be honest with you. And it, and it is beautiful. We we saw it, and and it really is pretty. So, when did you realize that you could you two could work together? You started with the design. You continue with the design. You brought in the jewelry when the design work um, and the graphic design work was slowing down because of the economy. But at some point, you just had to look at each other and go, "Oh, okay, honey, let's work together." And and I promise not to stab you. Well, I think it's probably because when Rich and I first met. Um, we became friends first and we became really good friends. And then our relationship just kind of evolved into, you know, something more. And so our whole lives, um, we've always, because we have a friendship and I don't want to say, you know, our, our, I think our friendship comes first. And I think people, a lot of times will take better care of their friends than they do their spouses. Yeah. And when sometimes when being a spouse isn't getting you through, your friendship pulls you through like the times you want to kill each other. It's just your friendship steps in and, and you get through it. And we've always been able to like, I mean, whether it's, it could be anything. We've always been able to work together on things. And, and we both, because we you know love each other so much and enjoy being a part of each other, you know, if, if he was working on the car in younger years, I would be out handing him tools. Or if I, you know, had to decorate a wreath for something, he'd be inside helping me. And so we did a lot of stuff together. And 
Um, and we've just always been a part of what each other does. You know, his pool thing is separate. It's kind of his thing, but like, I like music and like to play the piano and and I can appreciate his skill level at shooting pool and enjoy watching him. But, you know, I don't want to go every week and watch him. And in the same sense, he can enjoy, you know, my skill set on the piano and enjoy the music. And so we kind of have our individual things, but for the most part, we pull together on pretty much everything. So it just kind of made sense. And, you know, we have our squabbles and stuff, but, but yeah, there's times that we're, we're around each other too much and yeah. Oh, oh, we'll get, oh, we'll get to that question. Definitely. All right, all but right. I, 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 I think that's an important, um, what you were just saying, it's an, it's an important distinction to make, especially, um, people who are looking to get into business with each other. Uh, and, and that is that you're really not, I mean, you know, truth be told, we're not together 24 seven. You guys aren't together 24 seven. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we we each have to have a little something that's us, you know. And for the most part, Catherine and I are together twenty four seven. But you know, last weekend or the weekend, I don't even remember. Weekend before, she had a girls' party, girls' holiday party. You know, mm-hmm. no no boys allowed. Once mm-hmm. a month, I have a men's only networking group that I put together, which is you know, we we smoke cigars, we have drinks, and we network. You know, yeah, that's that's Absolutely. for the boys. That's it, and 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 I think it's so important that you know, twenty four seven isn't really twenty four seven people, so don't get don't get too afraid. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, in your division of labor, who does what in in the business? Who does what? How is that decided? Tell us a little bit about that. How you how you guys figure out who does what, and you know, divide and conquer. Well, with the regular business, it's it's pretty easy on the sense that. Uh, well, I do graphic design. If it's design. garment, if yeah. it's garment related, I handle it, and if it's, if it's design and print, then I handle yeah, it. Yeah, she handles it. And then when it comes to the jury stuff, she completely keeps track of everything I'm supposed to do, and and I make most of it. But uh, I try to help when I can. Yeah, yeah for the she most can part get out there that. and do it too. Um, but I'm the, and there's a lot of stuff she can make from beginning to end. I can just do it faster. So. But I'm more the secretary of our relationship, like with the company. Um, I do all the books. I do the taxes, the billing, payroll, yeah. the billing. I do all that stuff. And um, I'm getting better, though. I can actually find a, a bill if I needed to. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's having to learn more. But, um, but, yeah, I handle all the, like, little details. And he does more of the executing, probably. I'm more the salesperson, and she's more the office. So you're so you're the one, Rich, who goes out and gets the new clients and talks to them and all that stuff. Yeah, but yeah, but I, I would be I would be not being right by saying that my wife is so good at what <laughs> she does that she has a pretty big following and she gets a lot of business just off of a referral. Yeah, mine's off of retention and referrals more so. That's how I grow. So, I mean, I don't want to make it sound like I get all of it. No, not at all. I mean, somebody goes out and gets the business, but if you can't hold that business, a new customer always costs you, and, and I know that there's like scientific figures or whatever, but a new customer, bottom line, costs you more than a repeat customer. So one goes out and gets it, the other one keeps them, and that's how it goes. And that's, that's, the, that's a perfect synergy that you guys have. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the way it should be. Now, yeah, we have, we have, we have customers. I've got a customer that's almost 20 years old with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a couple of them. So, I mean, we have, in in you do too. You've yeah. got some old, yeah, old you customers have some people that, that just are were... locked in with us that that 
I mean, we turn out turn out a very good product, and that I think that has a lot to do with that. That's that's huge. That's important. Um, how do do you guys overlap responsibilities at all, or um, everybody does their own thing? And how do you check in with each other? Are you talking about business related or life related? Business related. Business. Um, well, there's overlapping, um, in the sense that, you know, like if I've got clients that have printed material, a lot of times when Rich is out doing sales, he'll pick up, you know, my clients materials and deliver them to them. Or there's been times where like, um, you know, maybe I had to go meet one of our clients that he had already started it, but maybe I'm kind of, you know, getting the last little bit of information or something from them. Um, so we kind of, we kind of overlap like that sometimes, Cool. but as far as um, like, well, you know, and actually today, I had a bunch of I delivered a ton of stuff today, different places all over, and and one of them was some shirts to a guy that I have done ninety nine percent of the work on, right? But Michelle was there when we took the order, and the guy I delivered to was more interested in, in giving Michelle a Christmas gift than <laughs> than yeah. any. But he was happy with everything, but he was like, oh, you need to take a, a Christmas gift with you for your wife. That's because he's a senior, and he, seniors like me for some yeah, reason. Yeah, <laughs> for some reason. Seniors do like Michelle. Well, that's good. That's good. It's it's good to make sure that you've got somebody who, who's, uh, you know, who's really into you. And don't get jealous, Rich. I'm sure so. somebody's going to give you a Christmas gift somewhere <laughs> along the line. So just, it's okay. And now, and, yeah, and let, I, me, let me go ahead and ask now, what what is or what was the biggest entrepreneurial argument or disagreement that you've had, and how did you work through it? Well, I could probably answer that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I bet you're on track with me. I I would say my biggest argument I have with Rich is because I handle all the details and and the books and and, and everything, um, like – I feel like he needs to know more about what's going on with the company on his own as opposed to waiting for me to give him the lowdown on what's going on. Um, So sometimes I get frustrated when, you know, like if he's questioning me, um, maybe he thought there was more in our account than what was there, but I had to pay off a vendor or I had to take care of some business expenses. You know, I shouldn't have to... um, come and tell him what happened, he should be able to pull up the account or look at the invoices himself to see where the company's at. So, so that, that's been probably in seven years, uh, an argument that kind of comes up and then goes away and it comes up and goes away. And, and so I think remedying some of the situation is, um, um, well, I, I took on a job um, that I just started a couple weeks ago with with a company where I'm working a full-time position now doing graphic design, and we're still keeping Purple Pepper going. I do that at night and weekends, but I'm gone all the time. So he's in a position where now he has to, like, um, generate a, in, an invoice for a client, or he, you know, has to some of that information get himself because I'm not available as much lately because of this new position and that was more just for benefits for us too. So, but, um, but that would probably be my biggest complaint is just, um, cause I, cause I do all the little nitty gritty. I feel like she he should know. She didn't more. ask you for a complaint. Well, it's not a, well, it is kind of a complaint, but <laughs> it's an argument. They're, they're saying, they're saying what was our biggest, what argument. has been our biggest argument? Yeah. I don't think that's an argument. I rose to the occasion. <laughs> you, I, a little bit, a little bit, I, a little bit. 
little bit. I believe our biggest uh, argument throughout any of this has Stop been talking. how. Oh, sorry. <laughs> how uh, how I do my billing. Like in in her industry, you got design, and then you have the print. You have you know, and it's all line itemed out on the invoices. Where with with mine, it's not. I try and simplify my invoice invoices as, as much as possible. So I don't. Uh, there's stuff I'll leave out. Like I don't charge for setup. I don't charge all these extra charges that a lot of my competitors do. It's it's all in the pricing. And, and there's reasons why I do it like that. And she has never agreed with the way, why I do it like I do it. But it is the way I've always done it. And so we've had a lot of arguments about that. But, I, I you know, we've kind of learned to, to deal with it. This is how I want to do it. And that's the way I do it. And, it's, a, it's a no winner. <laughs> and did this carry over into your personal life? Uh, well, it just depends. If we get in an argument in the afternoon yeah. and we're upset at each other about it. yeah you might be in a little doghouse for a while yeah but usually we just get some space and then it dissipates i, I like how rich is in the doghouse but yeah. michelle is not because women never go to the doghouse yeah but... they never go we never go to the doghouse uh, we right. did you'd be in the doghouse permanently you know what she's like with saying that she's my better half and i know she is like i probably would not be here today if i had not met michelle and and so uh it's harder for her to be in the doghouse and being a man too i i am like 30 minutes and it's over you know i'm like hey honey so what do we have for dinner you want me to make dinner you want to go out to dinner what do you want to do we're with her like it could be the next day and i'm like is is there something wrong <laughs> That's because women got to process it and then we got to analyze it and then we got to get through it. <laughs> that, that, that's true. But so the tip, boys and girls, is argue in the morning at the start of the workday, get the argument done by lunchtime. And, and then take your wife to dinner. And then take your wife to dinner and it should be over. We try not to go to bed yes. upset at each other. But not that he said take your wife to dinner. So he's right there with me. That's right. I'm the fool. <laughs> so let let our listeners know what some of the downside risks of living and working together are. Well, I, I mean, both of you being self-employed, it's like going to Vegas for a living. I mean, you're, you are gambling. I mean, if you don't get up and go get it, you don't get it. That's a great way to put it. That I, is. That's... It's, you know, you're a professional gambler in a way, but, uh, I think it's really important, um, to make time for yourself though, or, or, uh, just to get some space from each other. Cause I know, I feel like sometimes when, when we're working together and we go along periods, um, like you start getting where like little things start to get on your nerves and stuff like that, where when you take a space like a little bit of a space. Like if I go to a movie with a girlfriend or something or, or like, you know, he goes and shoots pool or whatever, and we kind of get some space from each other, then you, it's like you get refreshed again. And so sometimes spending a lot of time can kind of be a downfall if you don't make time to have a little time apart, you know? Sure. And, and what is the, um, wait, Catherine wants to say something. What, what I was going to say is um, when your spouse is breathing, 
gets on your nerves, the mere yeah. fact that they are breathing, it's time to get a little space. Yeah. 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 Been there. <laughs> been there, I think. Oh, gosh. So let's go to the flip side of that then. What's, what are some of the upsides of being together 24-7? Well, I, I can say with her taking this, this position that she's just taken, she's gone a lot during the week, and I completely, absolutely miss her. I'm used to her being there just even to be able to like did you hear that or, or, or whatever I mean it's 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 been tough and Michelle what do you have to say um I would say that one of the better things is just having flexibility with each other as far as like you know, we might be working and we might be like, you know, let's just go to lunch, you know, like, and we just like, we can take off at the same time and it could be, you know, at 1030 or it could be at 130. There's just, you have all that flexibility or if we're just like, you know what, let's go do this together instead. You know, we have the option to take the time to, to maybe have date day because, you know, maybe the work's stressful and, and we're in it together and we're, and because we're friends, it's, you know, you're, you're at work with your best friend every single day. So, you know, it's, that's kind of fun and we have a good time and we spend a lot of time laughing and joking. And so, um, those are, those are the things that I really like. It's just us enjoying each other, enjoying what we do. I, I know how that is. I work with my best friend every day also. Aww. And she puts up with me. That's the amazing true, thing. Very true. Well, I tell you, it, it's funny because at one point, like I said, we lost we lost two thirds of our income, and we were doing pretty good back then. You know what I mean? Ends were meeting left and right, and I feel uh, I feel more rich today than I did back then. That's fantastic. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that we spend time together. Yeah. There's little things that, that don't seem to matter as much as they did back then. No, you know? we simplified. And it just there's some peace in being a little bit more simplified. Sure. Now, is there anything that you do to separate your business time from your family time? Not separate from each other, but just you know, cutting off business and, and just having your family time, your you time together. You know what the part of the problem with that is is I've always been a salesperson and now that we're on our own, like even if we all go to dinner and somebody if the opportunity knocks, I'm usually there with handing a card out or something. Uh but in the same sense, like our son kind of recognizes that too, where he's gotten where he, he looks for opportunities too for us. So I, I I almost look at it like it's always family time. There's always time for family, and so if it's it's time to be family, we're family. I but just, I think business is always always in the background. Yeah. I, I try to shut it off by the close of business day, so that in the evenings, like I don't have to do anything. But she she's not out selling like I am. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, so, it's the life of an entrepreneur. When, yeah, when, well, it's when, the life of the salesperson. I'm, I'm the salesperson too, and I'm always on. I, I feel like I'm always on. It's hard to shut it off. It is. It is. It's. It's. I think it's in your blood. Well, yeah. I, and that's you know, the conversations that we all have is you know we we don't have the typical, um, hi, how are you conversations. And what do you do? Yeah, that's yeah. the conversations yeah. we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you and you look for opportunity, and we look for opportunity for others as well. That's right. Are, you overhear something and you're like, 
All right, but we're all together having dinner. <laughs> well, you know, I've got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> while, while you're reaching <laughs> for your business card. You know, you're at the table next to you like, hey, just so you know. Yeah. I heard you. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, we're the same way. I mean, that's that's just the way it is. Now, but you are trying to improve their lives and whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? You don't always have to go with the the big company that is taking everything they they can get you're a small company so you're not that big of an order well i'll take that smaller order you know so sure and and it's also good to get people to shop local that's right absolutely absolutely now are there any books that you guys have read business books that you could recommend to our listeners because you know that that's how we all expand also (laughs) yeah you know, back in the day when I was working for a company, I used to read a lot of sales books, stuff like that. Uh, I wouldn't say that we're necessarily reading any books about uh, business, business, but we do actually read. Well, we read like relationship books. Like we um, we read like like Love and Respect. I don't know if you ever read that book. Um, no, I don't. Never even heard of those words. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but um, that's a really great book to read for couples. Um, it just talks we're, about we're, not getting on a crazy cycle with each well, other. Yeah, we're we're Christians and we read some books that have to do with church and stuff like that yeah. to help with our relationship yeah. and our relationship with God. And, and it all kind of funnels back to to business. I mean, sure, our, our lives, you know. So we have done more of that. I mean, I have read some some great books. I mean, uh. Hey, you know what? It's it's all when you read those books. All like, uh, you know, who sold who sold the cheese and <laughs> and Rainmaker and and books like that. That they're great books and this and that. But it's whether or not it's written on a level that for what you're doing, you can uh, apply the information that you're getting from it. You know, absolutely. So let's let's close out this segment with um, you just giving our listeners one piece of advice for going into business together. Well, <laughs> for like uh... I, I would I would look at each other and, and find the absolute like I I would look at my partner and find what they're bringing, you know, and if if. Uh, they're really not bringing anything that it's probably not a good idea to do, you know. You I mean, have to recognize each other's strengths and Seriously, opposed to just it being like, well, I'm going in the business, so all my friends are going to work for me and we're going to be successful. That doesn't work if your friends don't have the talents that you need to make that business run. So I would definitely look at each other and see if you have the talents. I mean, Michelle definitely carries half this business and, and I carry the other half of the business. Uh, but it just worked out that it was like that. It wasn't, uh, we didn't go into business where one of us had to learn how to be the other half. So uh, I would look at that. I, I wouldn't, you know, you've got to be bought into it. And it's 24-7. A lot of people think, well, I'm going into business myself. It's going to be easy. And I'm going to sleep until noon. And, <laughs> you know, all the business is going to be That's done on the hysterical. golf course. Yeah, no. Well, you you know that that's oh, funny because no. um, a friend of ours and a business partner in one of our businesses, uh, he and his wife just had a baby, and he says, 
Well, I could get some work in because, you know, the baby has to sleep sometime. Now, we don't have kids and we <laughs> laughed hysterically at yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't heard from him in a week. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. Good good luck with that between yeah, the poopy diapers and yeah. You know what? And like like with that, there's so many in the in, you know because you're talking about couples. I actually we have one and he's getting ready to graduate from high school. But I remember back one of the things that I really messed up on in our relationship was I totally thought that as long as I mowed the lawns, kept the cars cleaned, and did all the chores in the house that I possibly could do that she was okay. So Michelle pretty much when my son was a baby handled everything with the baby. It doesn't mean I wasn't around the baby, but I didn't change a lot of diapers. I didn't feed him, you know, and all that. And I always thought that I was doing so good at being a father because I was handling all the other stuff. And then years later, it kind of came out that like, I'd rather wash the car, you know, (laughs) I'd rather wash the car or mow the lawn than and had you take care of the baby that day because that's all I did for those years, you know, which so, so it's always good too to keep in tune with each other and, and to make sure that if there is an issue that you, you speak it out, you know. And, and bottom line, it's about the relationship, you know. It's just at the end of the day, like, you know, the little things that you bicker about and stuff, are those really what's important or or what's important is how you're making each other feel and that you're building each other up and not – ripping down each other's weaknesses all the time. And, and well, and I, I've always said, I used to say to my guys all the time, uh, I, I ran a, a ton of route guys and I used to say to them, fight the battles you can win, you know, fight the battles you can win. Those are the ones that, that, that are going to, you know, take you to victory. And the differences with couples or especially with a male ego is, we don't always recognize the battles we can win because <laughs> we're figuring we're the male. We'll win them all, you know, not and, true. So not and, true. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's not true. And that's what I'm saying is it's all different. Well, stuff. that's it. And I think what you said earlier about communicating is so important. Yeah. So, so very good advice. Very, very wonderful advice for anybody in business together as a couple or just couples. I mean, you know, definitely communicate and uh, and hand the kit off to your spouse and go poopy yeah. diaper. Your turn. As yeah. far as far as I know, my father never changed my diaper. Yeah. Your father is yeah. Your father is a different breed. Um, <laughs> well, and, so- and, and it, it, I I never realized. I thought I was doing just right, you know. And so when it came out, I was really like, oh my gosh. And you never get that back, you know, but. But you're still together and, you know, and yeah, it's true. You, so you, you live and you learn and you, and you teach the next generation. Yeah. And he's, he's a great dad. I mean, they, they get along great and have their connection. Mm-hmm. And Hey, you know, he wouldn't still be around if he wasn't. So there you have it right there. Yeah. So <laughs> just for fun, let's go into the food round. <laughs> what is your favorite meal to cook together or what is your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Hmm. Cook together? Or your favorite restaurant? I don't know. We have kind of fun doing goofy stuff. Like we've done lobsters before at the house here and spent the whole time laughing because the rubber band came off and the lobster's pinching and Rich is wearing oven mitts trying to hold the thing with a, a tong and, you know, like, 
just laughing and having a good time. Well, her her parents are actually here for the holidays. They're in. The other night, we decided we were going to do, like, fun fun foods, like uh, hot wings and... Potato skins. Potato skins and stuff like that. And the three of us, actually, my son was down here, too, helped prepare this meal. We but spent, like, four hours making We picked food. out enough, like, like bar food that it was a lot of work, but we were all in the kitchen kind of working together. and Dancing and cooking. Had a great time just messing with each other and this and that, so... I, I actually think any cooking that we do together is always a good time. How sweet. That sounds like a lot of fun, just having fun and hanging out and everything. And then the last yeah, question. Dinner, but. Yeah. Yeah, but. Dinner out's nice, but yeah. It's dinner fun. out's nice, but yeah, dinner in is, dinner in is, is always special. So the mm-hmm. last question that we always ask, because we get all kinds of answers for this one. Last question is, do you prefer red, white, or beer? <laughs> well, I'm beer. You're beer? Yeah. And I'm probably an occasional daiquiri or frozen margarita. Um, fru fru drinks. <laughs> fru yeah. Those are my favorites. <laughs> Fluffy not drinks with drink. umbrellas. I'm not, I'm not really a big drinker, um, but if I drink wine, it's usually like a Riesling. Something like sweet. A nice, cold, crisp Riesling. Yeah. On, a, is, on this freezing day. Well, no. a nice In Arizona, you know, July and August is Riesling season for us, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, I drink enough beer for both of us, so <laughs> I'm kind of happy my wife isn't that big of a drinker, to be honest with you. You need somebody to drive. That's it, right. That's so, right. Somebody has to take care of it, you yeah. know. Well, terrific. Let's go ahead and break for commercials real quick, and then we'll come on back with our pet peeve of the day. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there. So where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Catherine. Tell us what's going on for the pet peeve today, will you? Well, Michelle's got a pretty good pet peeve. I did it to you. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Well, we, 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 me, Catherine. Just kidding. And I wasn't drinking. Um, so it, it was a toss up between Michelle and Rich, and Michelle's pet peeve won. As usual, the so, woman wins. Exactly. That's not true. Better That's one. Not, the, the, it was the better pet peeve, in my opinion. And so, it fits. It's our conversation. I think it does. So, Michelle, tell us tell us what gets under your skin. Um, well, it has to do with communication. And um, I'm kind of one of those people where, as opposed to sitting and wondering and speculating, I just 
I just lay it on the table and I just either say it or if I have questions, I go and I ask um, because that way I don't waste my time making up stuff in my head. And I guess I wish sometimes more people when they're questioning something or speculating that somebody's feeling a certain way or, you know, what do they mean when they said that? And then all of a sudden they're kind of going off in their mind about what it could have been, you know, instead of the should have, what it could have. If you just go and you talk to the person and you communicate um, you know, it solves a lot of drama. And so I guess when people don't do that and then they're complaining about it, that kind of is a little bit of a pet peeve because it's like, you don't have to go through all this if you would just ask. <laughs> so I have to agree with her. I, I think that's very true. Do I have to ask for directions? Oh. What do you mean? Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes. You're not too bad with that, but you, you get them from Google, so it's okay. Yeah. So there you, you have it, guys. Oh, <laughs> Michelle, Rich, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for sharing your years at what? Are you going to get their contact information? Oh, shoot. Well, <laughs> it's always, the contact information is always, always, always on the website. So there's that. Purple Pepper Designs, they do graphic design, apparel, jewelry, and at least I know on Sundays they are at the Ahwatukee, um, uh Farmer's Market. Ahwatukee, in Phoenix. In Phoenix. That's Warner and... 48th Street. Yeah, I was I was trying to. It's a, for those it's one light. Yeah, it's one light after the, <laughs> the highway. Right. It, okay. So, um, polished pepper is on Facebook. That's their Facebook page, and that's their silverware jewelry, which is gorgeous. And their graphic design portfolio could be found at www.coroflot c o r o f l o t dot com forward slash purple pepper. That's if you want to see, like, you know, the, my portfolio for design. Um, we don't really have a website anymore because we just really weren't utilizing it except for people wanting to see samples of my work. Facebook with the jewelry. Um, yeah, she's Facebook with the jewelry. So there's where you can get in touch with them. And, and you can always call us, too. You can always at, call. At what number? 602-320-0152 is Rich's cell number. Um, our office number is 480-792-9688. Okay, cool, because that wasn't on my little piece of paper, and now that is going to be on the show notes. For those of you who are driving and listening to the show, don't write and drive. And don't call Rich's cell phone at 3 a.m. Don't he call Rich's like show, cell phone at 3 a.m. Yeah. No, truly the very, very best way to get a hold of us is, is, e- no, is email, purplepepper at cox.net. Our email address, because I look at my email every single day, like multiple times. Well, good. So we'll have that on the website as well. Thank mm-hmm. you guys again so much for, for, did I forget anything else before I You forgot to off? say that you love me. <sighs> no, you know, the, the listeners don't need that. Yes, they, they do. You're being <laughs> needy. <laughs> You're being needy. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. So fun. I love you, Barry. Thank you, Rich. <laughs> thank you, Rich. <laughs> so, guys, thank you so much for being on the show. It was really great. Uh, we will see you on Sunday uh, at, at the Farmer's Market, as we always do. And thanks so much to our listeners for listening. All right. We'll, we'll awesome. catch everyone next time. Next yeah. time. Bye-bye. Bye. Good night. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. 
email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.